Welcome to the candidates for honorary degrees at John Jay College of Criminal Justice. Today we have guests, Pulitzer Prize winner and historian Taylor Branch, playwright and actor Anna DeVere Smith, and investigative journalist Seymour Hirsch. At the age of 16, Taylor Branch watched as dogs and fire hoses were turned against civil rights demonstrators in Birmingham, Alabama. It was a life-changing experience. Years later, Branch began a biography of Martin Luther King Jr. that would be more than just the story of a murdered civil rights leader, but in fact provided a narrative history of a turbulent era. Branch's three-volume, 3,000-page work began with Parting the Waters, America in the King Years from 1954 to 1963, for which he won both the 1988 Pulitzer Prize in History and that year's Book Critics Circle Award. Pillar of Fire, America in the King Years from 1963 to 1965 came next. This middle volume, published 10 years later, won the American Bar Association Silver Gavel Award, among other prizes. In the final volume, At Cannon's Edge, America in the King Years from 1965 to 1968, Branch concluded with the violent suppression of a King-led voting rights march in Selma, Alabama, and with King's assassination on April 4, 1968. In addition to his civil rights trilogy, Branch also authored or co-authored a number of books including Labyrinth, How a Stubborn Prosecutor Penetrated a Shadow Land of Covert Operations on Three Continents to Find the Assassins of Orlando Latalier in 1982, and Blowing the Whistle, Descent in the Public Interest in 1972. Branch was also the ghostwriter of John Dean's account of the Watergate scandal, Blind Ambition. Welcome to John Jay College of Criminal Justice. As you may know, you'll be receiving an honorary degree from John Jay College. What does an honorary degree from John Jay College of Criminal Justice mean to you? Well, it means, and for starters, it means a connection with a dear friend of mine who used to teach here, um, Petra Shattuck, taught here in the 1970s and, and, and 1980s, and uh, died very young of a, of a brain embolism right here on the campus. Um, she and I had been involved in, um, gosh, anti-war demonstrations going all the way back to the 1960s, the late 1960s. And she was married to another good friend of mine, John Shattuck, who who's now in uh, Budapest as the president of Central European University. <laughs> so I, I remember hearing Tootie, we called her Tootie, uh, talking about her students here. Uh, my cops, she called them because uh, she, she taught um, law, she was a lawyer, to uh, a lot of New York City policemen and was quite inspired by them. And uh, so that, at first blush, that's what it means to me, aside from a chance to come to New York where my daughter lives. Is there something you would like to share about yourself that the students at John Jay College may not know about you? Well, I, <clears throat> I've sold dozens of copies of my um, uh, reunion, college reunion CD. Our band had a 45-year reunion and made CDs of numbers that we sang working our way through college in the 60s. Uh, we named ourselves Off Our Rocker because we were in our 60s uh, singing music from the 60s and had a good time. So if you uh, Google Off Our Rocker, um, you can listen to free samples of us trying to sound like the Beatles. What advice would you give to the graduating class of 2010? They have an enormous responsibility as citizens of this country. Many of the fundamentals of democracy are threatened. 
uh, never take them for granted. Uh, a lot of very fundamental things are in flux from communications, uh, law, the environment, the client, the, the climate. Um, and um, the biggest danger, I think, uh, to this country is for all of us to behave like consumers and, and, uh, and demand that somebody else solve all our problems. And uh, the biggest hope is for all of us to be responsible like citizens. But it's, a, it's an enormous challenge in every respect, intellectually as well as um, uh, temperamentally. I think journalism is another form, like uh, like many others, that's in flux today, and it may be vexing for your graduates who are thinking of going into journalism, or public service, or or literature, or book writing, or even becoming a novelist, because the book itself and publishing uh, are all under stress. And um, the only my career so far has spanned. I, when I started off, I wrote my first several books in longhand on a legal pad, and then several on a um, on an electric typewriter. And I was thrilled when they invented a typewriter that you could the IBM Selectric, where you could make corrections on it. Um, and then for the last 25 years on computers, so it's a, an enormous technological uh, revolution. And there are others going on uh, right now, affecting film, affecting music, affecting everything. But what I would tell people who are interested in that f forms of communication um, is not to overlook the uh, enduring fact that behind every new game show or behind uh, a video is a program written somewhere by somebody who is a designer the intelligent designer who is trying to write and communicate. And that will endure. And um, whether they're a teacher or uh, a writer or writing books, uh, our association with one another and, and the value of communicating, even though it may be through different technological media, uh, will endure. So keep writing and uh, uh, don't be discouraged by the fact that the old traditional dusty career of, of going straight from writing newspaper stories to writing books, uh, that that path may not be as plainly marked as it once was. Playwright and actor Anna DeVere Smith is a pioneer and strident advocate of a new form of theater that is fundamentally committed to social justice and advancing community dialogue. Smith is a recipient of numerous prestigious awards, including a MacArthur Fellowship, multiple Tony Award nominations, an Obie Award for Best Play, and a Drama Desk Award for Outstanding Solo Performance. In order to represent the multiple perspectives of a host of characters with equal dramatic force and dignity, Smith prepares for each of her solo pieces by personally interviewing dozens of people around a specific event, incident, or problem. This unique process allows her to capture the speech patterns, laughter, tics and gestures of her characters with striking accuracy. The subject of her works are always controversial. In Fires in the Mirror, set in Crown Heights, Brooklyn, Smith explored the riots that shook that community in 1991 after a young African-American boy was struck and killed by a car driven by an Hasidic man. Twilight, set in Los Angeles, examined the Rodney King case. Her most recent work, Let Me Down Easy, is about health care and the control over one's body. Smith is also the author of books, Talk to Me, Travel in Media and Politics, and Letters to a Young Artist, Straight Up, Advice on Making a Life in the Arts. In addition to her theater work, 
Smith is also a familiar presence on television, where she has had roles on The West Wing, The Practice, and Nurse Jackie. She has also appeared in such films as Rachel Getting Married, Philadelphia, The Human Stain, The American President, and Dave. Smith holds an MFA from the American Conservatory Theater and a bachelor's degree from Beaver College. She teaches in New York University's Tisch School of Performing Arts and the NYU School of Law. Welcome to John Jay College of Criminal Justice. As you may already know, you are receiving an honorary degree from John Jay College. I didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> um, what does an honorary degree from John Jay College mean to you? Well, um, I'm very pleased to be recognized for my work, and I assume it's because um, much of the work that I've done in the theater has to do with the theme of justice. And I've also portrayed uh, both people who have uh, been perpetrators, um, and I have portrayed people who are law enforcement officials, sometimes people who are seen to have behaved fairly, and sometimes people who uh, are more um, controversial, including, for example, the late police chief Daryl Gates. Oh. Um, is there something that you would like to share about yourself that maybe the graduating class of John Jay um, may not already know? Yes, I think that if they know about me, they uh, probably associate me with um, the West Wing, where I, I had the opportunity to play the national security advisor. Actually, before Condoleezza Rice became cat, uh, uh, <laughs> national security advisor, so my little joke is I'm the first African-American woman national security advisor. Um, and so they probably know me from popular culture and some movies that I've been in. Currently, I'm in a uh, Showtime series called Nurse Jackie. But they probably don't know that over the last 30-some years, I've been going around America with the tape recorder doing interviews of people, all kinds of people on all kinds of sides of issues, of all genders, races, everything, with the goal of absorbing America by putting myself in other people's words the way you would put yourself in other people's shoes. My grandfather said to me when I was a child, if you say a word often enough, it becomes you. And just like the great poet Walt Whitman uh, wanted to absorb America, I do too, and so I've been doing that by putting myself in people's words and saying the words over and over again so that I could try to become America through the stories that people tell me and the actual words and sounds that they, they make. And since that's not a part of popular culture, it's very likely that many of the students here don't realize that that's really how I've, what I've dedicated my life to. Absolutely. What advice would you give to the graduating class of 2010? Confidence is overrated. What's much more important now is doubt. It's a much more creative space to, to not know, uh, to understand that there's so much going on in the world right now. There's so much transition. There's so much that's uncertain and that we just don't know. And particularly for people who are in the enterprise of justice and criminal justice, I think what counts is the ability to have certain, you know, grace notes about life, you know, that kind of, of, of ability to listen, the ability to not be so sure, and, and at the same time to be active. And so I think that's really what I would say, and um, that even as you come, you know, through Madison Square Garden tomorrow quite proud of everything that you do know, to understand that even your education should be about illuminating for you what you don't know and, and the questions that you might be able to carry forward. 
Um, is there anything else that you would like to add, something that um, I may have not already asked you? Well, I'm just so proud to have learned in this interview that you had the opportunity to play <laughs> one of my favorite characters, Mr. Um, Mr. Gavin Cato, who lost his son in a, a large, uproarious event in Brooklyn that's all about justice, lack of justice, and criminal justice, lack of criminal justice during the Crown Heights uh, riots. and. Um, I'm pleased to know that the story of Mr. Cato and the story of Crown Heights stays alive through young people like you putting yourself in those words and trying to understand the position of a man who lost his son in what some people called an accident and some people called a murder in a neighborhood where uh, blacks and Jewish people live side by side but really don't know very much about each other or care to know very much. I honestly feel that a, a remake of that Maybe after a couple of years down the line of 9-11 would also be very... Well, maybe you could produce it. Well, maybe I can with your help. <laughs> well, thank you for coming and congratulations on your honorary degree. Investigative journalist Seymour Hearst has an unparalleled record of shedding light on injustice and human rights abuses that the highest levels of government would have preferred to conceal. The stories he has broken over the past four decades have included the massacre at My Lai and its cover-up during the Vietnam War, CIA spying on American citizens, and the mistreatment of Iraqi prisoners by U.S. soldiers in Abu Ghraib prison. As an independent reporter, often working alone, Hearst has carved out a singular role in national public affairs, describing his role as a vehicle for dissent. A graduate of the University of Chicago, Hearst began his career as a police reporter for the city's legendary City News Bureau. In 1968, he served as a speechwriter and press secretary for Eugene McCarthy's presidential campaign. Hearst worked for the United Press International and is an investigative reporter for the New York Times between 1972 and 1979. In 1970, he won the Pulitzer Prize in international reporting for his expose of the My Lai Massacre. Since then, he has also received five George Polk Awards, the Overseas Press Club Award, two Sidney Hillman Foundation Awards, and two National Magazine Awards. Hearst is currently based in Washington, D.C. and is a contributor to the New Yorker magazine on military and security issues. His eight books include Chain of Commands, The Road from 9-11 to Abu Ghraib, Against All Enemies, Gulf War Syndrome, The War Between America's Alien Veterans and Their Government, and The Dark Side of Camelot. With his commitment to speaking truth to power and his journalistic excellence, Hearst is an enthusiastic mentor of younger journalists in the United States and abroad. He holds public officials to the same standards that he holds his family. Just as Hearst would not want his children to lie to him, he said, he would not lie to them. Welcome to John Jay College of Criminal Justice. As you may know, you'll be receiving an honorary degree from John Jay College. What does an honorary degree from John Jay College mean to you? Well, first of all, it's an urban school. I like that. It's full of people that are really, the people who go to school at John Jay really want to go to school. Uh, this is something, many of them are working other jobs. Many of them are, 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 are struggling to make ends meet, and they want an education. So it's really, it's nice that from this milieu, you know, somebody says, come come get a degree. And also, I, I know a little bit about the journalism program here because I have a good friend, uh, somebody I know well, who, who's uh, deeply involved. And I know it's a cutting-edge place. And presumably, they'll be training people that will go out and won't, uh, will uh, disrupt the, the status quo, which is what we all should be doing. 
Is there something you would like to share about yourself that the students of John Jay College may not know about you? Um, <laughs> there's a lot of things I wouldn't like to share, but uh, sure, <laughs> one of the things is that uh, one, one of the connections I have is uh, my parents um, I'm, uh, were immigrants. They came from um, uh, the old country. Um, I started off college, uh, I, I worked my way through uh, high school and I worked my way into college. I worked a full-time job all the way through, so I share some, uh, I, I know how tough it is, you know, I, I don't bother to say this to, uh, uh, to all the young kids because a lot of kids don't want to believe it's that tough. It was, it was tough. It's tough to get an education when you have to work. And, um, uh, um, and I think you come out of it a lot stronger. What advice would you give to the graduating class of 2010? Oh, I'm, you know, uh, 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 don't go to Vietnam, <laughs> which is what I call Afghanistan these days. Uh, don't go to Iraq. <laughs> I would be very cheery. I, 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 normally, I'd be hard-pressed to say don't go in the military because I think the military offers a lot of good things for a lot of people. I went into the military as a kid, and I found it was very helpful to me. Uh, right now, we're countries in an odd place. I, um, it's a very odd place right now, and, and um, uh, we're in the middle of wars that make no sense to anybody, at least not to me. And I've spent my career in journalism writing about wars that made no sense. Um, so I think what I would say to everybody um, coming out is it, not only hold yourself to the highest standard, um, but you have to hold those in public office and public life to the highest standard too. And you, you cannot compromise on anything. You have, to, you have to be true to yourself and also just say to the people that are in charge of your life, you know, the governor and the mayor and the president and the vice president, um, uh, I'm going to judge you by what you do. Um, I think that's important. Is there any other question you think I should have asked you or anything you'd like to add? Uh, no, except everybody should go out and have a good time uh, the day after night of graduation. I just hope you really go and rock it. Thank you. Sure.